This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Did you guys notice? Am I the only one that saw a dick? What? What? Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing Horrors Podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey guys. And I'm your host, Rob. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Great. Mm, 2020, almost over. How do you think <laughs> I'm doing? Yeah, no, I was I was gonna yeah, I was gonna ask you guys like what you guys what you guys plans for this uh New Year's Eve. You know, what are you guys doing tonight? Are we just burning things in the streets, being like it's over <laughs> finally? You know. That's a great idea. This is the perfect movie to like burn things, you know, everything got burned <laughs> yes. in this fucking movie, you know, <laughs> there will be ashes falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. This week we're doing uh 2006's uh, Silent Hill. Uh, so that's the movie we're doing this week. Uh, so what are you guys wearing? What's your backgrounds? What do you got going on, Greg? My get up, big trench coat, uh, neat shirt underneath mask. I am Sean Bean. Sean Bean's character is the husband in this movie. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's <laughs> cool, compelling character. Gotta love Sean Bean. So that's that's me. And my background is the. Actually, I don't think this is from the movie. This is probably from the video game. I love it though. You have the haze. This is kind of the entrance to the Silent Hill city, and you've got that really creepy, uh, you know, city. Welcome to city name sign, right behind me. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I totally wanted a, a scene of Sean Bean like standing when the ashes are falling down, and him just to be like, "Winter is coming," you know, oh. <laughs> just like say that. You know, <laughs> that would have been a cool like precursor to him, uh, him getting his future. You know, probably most famous role at the time. You know, um, yeah. So what do you what do you got going on, Laura? What are you doing tonight? I am dressed as Dahlia, so I've got a lot of crazy hair in front of my powdery white face and my hair is all crazy and i dyed some of it white and my background is the scene with dahlia and alessa when they are taking her to the well where are they even taking her i don't know it's confusing <laughs> the, the burning room <laughs> the burning room there you go i like that answer <laughs> yeah nice nice um yeah for me i'm my background is the i was is this guy's name i think his name is just like pyramid pyramid pyramid, guy? pyramid yeah. yeah so i have that in my background and then my outfit is ridiculous it's uh, a <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, ha- I have just like a, ske- a skeleton shirt on because i didn't want to show my bare chest but uh you know then <laughs> What I what I had done was uh, I took some of my, uh, you know, audio buffer padding that I usually put around the walls and stuff like that. And I made a triangle out of it. And then I just put it over my head. <laughs> and it, it, you guys would have to stack me up and tell me how legit it looked. It's so good. It I can't wait for you to so post funny. this on Twitter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I mean, I couldn't see anything and I had to ask them, which way do I turn my head to take the pic and stuff like that? Cause I couldn't see anything, <laughs> but uh, you look like if, if they made a, you know, a scary movie uh, parody of this, that's exactly what they would do. Just take some like audio foam and stick it on a guy's <laughs> head and 
have him walk around with that. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. So that's cool. So I'm a I'm pyramid head guy, I guess tonight. You know, um, I don't know how I'm gonna Hilarious. drink my drink, but we'll figure that out. Um, yeah. So like Greg said, if you want to check out the pics, see what we're wearing, see our backgrounds, you gotta hit us up or follow us. Check us out on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and they're both at Conjecturing Pods. So we'll be posting those pics there. So uh, let's see, you know, uh, what we're drinking tonight. Uh, Laura, uh, let me get the drop going here. What's in the cups? All right, Laura, so what do we got drinking tonight? It's a celebration because it's mm. New Year's Eve. So we are drinking. Sound the air horn. <laughs> no, 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 don't sound the Yikes. air horn. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, way to ruin it, man. I, I, don't, I don't want my walls <laughs> to start like melting and some like <laughs> baby fire demon comes out. <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so so champagne laura we're drinking champs yeah we're drinking champagne champs. nice okay nice i like it All keeping right, well. it classy tonight oh there you go i like it i like it nice okay. nice okay okay okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice all right well let's well, cheers you guys happy new year you know it was a good 2020 for us we hope everybody out there had a good 2020 well as good as it can be <laughs> but <laughs> let's all let's all look forward to 2021 everybody yeah. and, and and you know and br embrace this yeah. new year okay all right cheers everybody cheers, cheers. Um, all right, let's get to some updates now. Uh, I don't think we really got any listener comments, questions, answers, or anything like that. But we do got a couple, you know, items from previous shows. Last week we did a uh, Better Watch Out 2017 film. We had our epic rap battle between me and Greg. That Greg, you know, pretty much defeated me. I think it was a close battle. Laura said it was. It was close, very you know? close. Yes. But even in the end of everything, Laura just jumped in last minute, pushed us out of the way, grabbed our mics, you know, just just killed us. She destroyed us, you know. But uh, yeah, we left off last week saying like, what's our little like, you know, our little trifecta group rap name going to be, you know. So did you guys come up with anything? What, what do you guys got? You know, I, I'm just not creative in this way. I like to do a play on words from an existing like hip hop group. And I was thinking of doing something funny with Run DMC. So I was like, all right, we could be Conjecture RLG. <laughs> okay. I like that. Right. I like all that. Right. Well, wow. That's you good. guys like that a lot more than no, I thought I you I like that. <laughs> I mean, Run DMC is kind of like the two words are for the different rappers, but I, I think it works. But yeah. it's Conjecture RLG. Yeah, that's our, that's our initials. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know our names, Greg? Do you know our initials? <laughs> 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 that's funny uh so what about you greg what did you come up with what would our group name be so what i came up with this so i laura's rap she killed it and one line which will stick in my head is she says that i go and she's so right i go on and on about stuff i just i drone on on about <laughs> oh, certain subjects greg. that's my thing so i think my rap my new rap name is going to be drone and i think rob i couldn't really think of one for you so i'm going to call you our money and then laura i hate to say it with rap comes a little bit of misogyny so you're gonna be jugs oh wow <laughs> but so oh if, you put the, oh if, you, if you put the three Did of us together <laughs> if you put the three of us together we're drone jugs in harmony uh, <laughs> okay okay now i get it now it's now it doesn't it's not as bad laura i guess okay but it was part right, he had sorry. to make it fit and it was what rhymed yeah. with, with thugs and you know <laughs> it's, it's less it's not a it's, it's not a big palette of words out there for yeah it's less insulting now right laura it's less misogynistic now right sure <laughs> sure okay all right <laughs> well, that's good i like it i like it you know oh my god 
yeah yeah the only thing i can come up i'm like laura like i was trying to figure something out i had an idea for run dmc too but i was like ah, oh, you know I, I don't know about that one so the only one i can come up with was was ghost face killers you know because oh, like ghost yeah. face from scream that was the only Ooh, one i could come up with you know like right. ghost face killers nice i know that's actually a guy's rap name but you know you'd have you'd have to put ghost face and then put the scream mask and then kill us so you would you would know <laughs> Avoid trademark issues yeah exactly yeah yeah so yeah nice. I, I definitely have to say greg's as much as it was slightly you know insulting to women it was probably the best one you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i definitely would have to say greg's is probably oh, the most original yeah. out of all of us, you know best. it's a work in progress we'll, we'll figure it out yeah maybe make some art art around it I feel like we need to make an album cover. That's the next. Add that to the list of things we need to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Does anyone keep in track of this list? Or yeah. Uh, yeah I know. Anyone have an Excel spreadsheet with this stuff? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have the word "jugs" in our title. I wonder what's gonna be on that cover. You know. <laughs> It'd be me topless. <laughs> 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 oh. oh that's funny yeah so um, many inappropriate comments yeah i know i know you, you is like the real pyramid man yeah i know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah uh let's get into a little bit of the intro of the movie we're doing this week this was a listener choice um so laura do you want to read where this came from what's about yes this choice came from our listener Lindsay, who we talk about all the time number one fan so she picked Silent Hill, and this is what she said about it. She said, my dad was supposed to take me to see Happy Feet, and my brother wanted to see Silent Hill. And instead of splitting up to see two different movies, my dad decided it was okay for all of us to see this one. <laughs> one of my first horror movies and one of the movies that got me into horror. It holds a special place in my heart. This is that's just crazy thinking like a child went to see this movie, you know. Um I just think that it's amazing that she saw it and didn't, you know, turn out to be an absolute loon or have disturbing nightmares. <laughs> Although we don't know for sure. Maybe that's she does true. have nightmares. Yeah. Do you dad, do you think her dad thought it was like not the sequel to Notting Hill? You know, and it was like he's like he's, he's like waiting for Hugh Grant to pop in or something like that. You know, he's like you hey. are having like PTSD with your dad taking you to see yeah, I know. Yes. right now. I know <laughs> it's true. I, I totally feel for you, listener Lindsay. I was in your shoes. You know, oh. um, I definitely my dad did shouldn't have taken me to see Fire in the Sky back in the day. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know what's worse for a child to see Fire in the Sky at a young age or Silent Hill at a young age. I think Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I got off easy. Good job, Dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. but uh yeah um yeah so that's cool so you know we'll get into more in the movie in a little bit let's do our horror segment of the week now real fast so this week i have for you guys all right this week i got a question for you guys i got a question um so like we said speaking of it being new year's eve i thought we'd have a little fun with you know new years and parties and stuff like that what you do and, and let's answer this question as like a normal new year's eve not a quarantine we're not allowed to go anywhere new year's eve <laughs> so either think back to you know last year or maybe think forward or something like that let's just leave 2020 out of our minds for the next couple hours okay um so the question i have for you guys is if you had to spend new year's eve partying in any horrorish movie what movie would you pick and why 
So you're having Ooh. a New Year's party. You're either going to your horse hosting and it has to take place in a horror-ish movie. So you say you want to go to the house party and scream or something like that. You know what I mean? Damn it. You took my answer. I'm, just, I'm giving you examples. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, or, or whatever you want it to be. But uh, what movie would you pick to go to? You know, what characters involved? And, you know, how's your night going to go? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough question. <laughs> Usually in horror movies, you're in places that you don't want to be. So this is mm -hmm. interesting. You guys want me to go first since I usually come up with it and I have time to think about it at a time, you know? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll let you guys think of it. So, so for me, my, uh, my um, answer would be uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys movie. Oh, that would be my yes. obvious answer, you know? I mean, oh. what better, better way to spend New Year's Eve than you got some good drinks, you got some wine, you got some Chinese food, you got some good tunes with a shirtless guy playing sax. Like, <laughs> Like, like what a what an oh. awesome way to spend New Year's Eve on that boardwalk, you know? Yes. Whatever oh, happens, yeah. whatever happens when the sun comes up, you know, we can worry about it another day, you know. But what a, what a great night you'd have, you know. You can go hang off a bridge, you know. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. So Damn. that's uh, that's my answer. So uh, either of you guys can think of anything off the top of your heads, or first of all, no answer is going to be better than yours. So let's just get that up right okay. off the bat. But you know what? I think I'd have to pick The Shining because mm. I. I want to go to the gold room, mm. hang out with like Lloyd, the bartender, have a martini, maybe a ghost here and there. That's totally fine. I have the whole place to myself. Yeah. Yeah. The furry can make his way down and chill a bit. You know, oh, I wasn't going to admit that part, but you know, I was thinking it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> See where my night goes. Yeah, Wait, you, would, you, go. you wouldn't want to be like the picture at the last scene of the movie where it's just filled with people. You don't want that version. Mm. You want Actually, the I, I, I want both. I don't know what I That's want. That's like the great though. Gatsby version. I don't know. It sounds pretty dope to me. <laughs> Now, I know, a, Roaring Twenties, right? That, that's, that's a great, that's a great choice, Laura. That's a great choice. I didn't even think of that one. That would be a cool party, you know. Whether you're in yeah. chilling in just a gold room or not, and just chilling, or you're in the 1920s having a blast. But good answer, yeah. good answer. Uh, what about yeah. you, Greg? Do you think where you want to go? You got a yeah. high bar. You got a high bar right now. You got two really good answers. I'm gonna say people under the stairs. This is the thing. <laughs> what I, you that house are... is so dope. Take <laughs> 25 people. You get lost in a maze of trapdoors. Get them high. Get them drunk. That's <laughs> the coolest <laughs> party ever. You could mess. They were shooting shotguns all over the place. This is terrifying. If you got me high in that house and told uh -huh. me to run around, that would not be a good time. <laughs> no, uh -huh. Laura's gonna <laughs> Laura's gonna fall down that trap door in the basement into the blood of pool. Yeah. Greg shows up as Dominatrix Daddy, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm so scared. I think it would just be so you could you could destroy that house and no one would care. And isn't that what like every crazy party is looking for? It's just make a mess of things and not wow. not care. At least it was when we were younger. I mean, okay. Well, if anybody wants to email us in, let us know where <laughs> they would want to spend their New Year's Eve between our four answers, or if they want to throw you know where they would actually go and to what horror movie and what the situation would be. You can hit us up conjecturingpod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturingpod. So. So that's cool. Yeah, good answers, you guys. Good answers. Um, so uh, yeah, so let's get to the movie now. Let's get into the movie. Uh, let's jump in. Let's enter the game. Let's go in the game. You know, this Ooh. movie uh, is based on a 1999 video game of the same name for PlayStation One, Silent Hill. Um, I wanted to ask you guys right up front. You know, before we get going more here, is like, did either of you guys play this game? You guys remember this game at all? I have, oh, the game, he, uh, no, I didn't play it, but I had a friend who played it, and I watched him, 
And it, it's that's a PS1 game. That's old school, you guys. Like yeah. it, it, by now, it, today's standards, it looks like shit. But it, it was a great, scary game at the time. I love the t- the genre. It's like Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, Silent Hill. I don't know if anyone has ever played Silent Hill PT, but it's so terrifying. So I, I while I never played it physically, I'm very familiar with the with the series. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Laura? Did you play any of these? I know you said you played Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day. You're getting them gold coin, gold rings. Yeah, I I hate to admit it, you guys, but I am not a gamer. Like the only, I think, four video games I've ever played in my life are Sonic, Aladdin, Wheel of Fortune, and Sims. That's it. (laughs) That's fucking it. I'll just admit it. It just sounds like the four games my grandma plays right now. Yeah, (laughs) I am a grandma. It's the best. (laughs) I literally sit on my phone and play solitaire. Yeah. Ask my husband all the time. Like I, I'm I'm a grandma for sure. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, no, that's right. You were younger though when you're playing those games, so it's not it's not that bad, you know. I just uh, don't have that part that gene, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I missed it. Yeah, I mean, I I played these games. I I played the first two. I remember the first two. I remember playing them. I remember being like, these are pretty fucked up games. The graphics were were all right, you know. For the time, they were actually pretty cool. You know, look oh, yeah. like you said, Greg, mm-hmm. looking back, it's like, oh, my God, you know, I actually went and watched a couple of YouTube videos today just to kind of like remember <laughs> the game, you know, and I was like, oh, shit, you know, I do remember this shit, but I'm not like good. And that's why I don't play video games anymore. I would just get like stuck in a corner for like five minutes and not know how to like get out <laughs> and like some like little demon would come and just stab me in the back. And I was just like, I was so shitty at games. And I would almost do like what Greg would do. I would have friends that were good at playing these type of games and I would just watch them play because they were good. And it was entertaining to see like the story and the journey, but me playing, I fucking sucked. But I do remember them being like, they were pretty fucked up for the time, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. It came out around the, fir- around the time where 3d graphics were first introduced to the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who are the developers of Silent Hill were so smart to jump onto the fact that, okay, oh, wow, we can make video games in 3D. Yeah, let's make them as terrifying as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Within a couple of years of, of being able to do that. So genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because pretty much the first game is really like more or less this movie. It is really based on this movie. Other than a couple of yeah. characters they took from the second game. But uh, it is really like the story in this movie. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit wow. more throughout the review or interesting facts or anything like that. But uh, I just wanted to ask you guys up front if you guys even played it or anything like that, you know. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, so the movie we're talking about, yeah, because it's Silent Hill, of course, uh, 2006 film. This uh, director is Christopher Gans. Uh, Laura has, he's a French film director. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I think his name is actually Christophe. Oh, Christophe Gans. Oh, okay. Cool, yes. cool. Yeah. Uh, budget from this movie was $50 million. Man, which Ooh. seems, man, that, man, that seems low to me for like what yeah. they did with this movie. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like any, you know, CG, you know, type of movie nowadays, you're at least a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. No shit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Box office was a hundred point six million dollars. So it doubled its money really good. You know, and it was enough to make a sequel. I heard the sequel is really horrible, though. But uh, yeah. Um, Yes. So, uh, Laura, do you want to do interesting facts? I do. So the strange stumbling movements of the dark nurses when they first come alive was created by filming them walking backwards and then running the film in reverse. Oh, that freaks me out. Yeah. And it took it took the director five years to obtain the rights to make this film. He had to really fight for it because the Silent Hill game means a lot to him. And I actually read in an interview that he made like a short and mm. sent it to the guys who were in charge 
mm-hmm. and basically like wow. begged them to make it. And then after they saw the short that he created, they were like, okay, fine, we'll give you the rights. So yeah. he was really passionate about wow, this. Wow, I believe it. Yeah. 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 Um, many of the creatures in the film were played by dancers so that they could be flexible enough to create the required disturbing movements, which I totally <laughs> got that. I picked up on that oh, yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. And then also, apart from Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash, every piece of music is directly from the game series. Yeah, yeah. Which is oh. definitely all about like the tones and the o- ominous noises yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because I read something too online that saying that on set, that the director would just like have the game playing on set and he would like bring the actors over and the producers and be like, come on, let's just sit and play the game and watch it and listen to it. And so they can, wow. everybody can like feel the energy that this game created, which is just like eerie and suspenseful and fucked up, Love and, that. you know, and trying to put that into a movie. So yeah, I mean, whether he did it well or not, we'll get into that a bit, but uh, it was really cool. I mean, like, he definitely loved the franchise and he had a love for this. It was like a passion project to him. So you know at least that's there which is a good way to start any movie you know yeah yeah uh, laura do you want to do cast yes we have rada mitchell as rose or the mom i think i actually this is a fairly good cast i feel like i recognize almost everybody yeah, she's too. been in some stuff yeah um as you said greg there's sean bean as christopher the dad or ned stark as we will <laughs> refer to him for the rest of this episode <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know me. I yeah, always no. do it. Yeah, the, half this movie, he's just wandering the north. You know, he's just you wandering know? around. Yeah, we've got Lori Holden as Sybil Bennett or the sexy police officer because Mm-mm-mm. no woman police officer dresses like that. <laughs> I was thinking that. I love it. I was like, is this Lara Croft? I'm so confused. Uh, yeah. Wow, nice video game yeah. pull, Lori. I like that. Good job. Another video yeah. game movie. Yeah, she's from. She's. Uh, Andrea from The Walking Dead. Yes. Oh, that's where I was trying to pick where I knew her from. She looks so familiar. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Jadelle Furland, and she plays both Alessa Gillespie. Am I saying that right? And Sharon. Okay. Little girls. And then, uh, yes. And then also Deborah Kara Unger plays Dahlia. And she's in a ton of stuff. She's in The Game, hmm. Crash, 13. I mean, I could go on with that actress. So, Jeez. okay, good cast. Nice, nice. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, Laura, do you want to do a synopsis of this movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, good luck. <laughs> do I? Uh, <laughs> can, can, well, you, can you make it more uh, understandable than the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you when you get to the end, just just walk away from your mic and just go to another room. <laughs> You're giving away all your feels, man. Yeah, right yeah I guess front. so. I don't know. Front, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do an episode under an hour and thirty minutes, so I got to get it out now. <laughs> oh my god! All right, this movie begins where you really get to know this mother who cares very much about her daughter, and her daughter's adopted and has been sleepwalking pretty violently and sleep talking. Um, She keeps mentioning a place called Silent Hill in her sleep and drawing disturbing pictures. So the story is about the mom taking her daughter, Sharon, to the town of Silent Hill to just figure out her history and what's going on. And you pretty much learn right when they get there that this is an abandoned, ashy ghost town. (laughs) And literally... And it's ashy. There's actual. <laughs> it just it just needed lotion. <laughs> That's all I needed was some lotion. That's exactly what I was thinking. Totally good to go. Everyone's got really dry ass <laughs> elbows and knees. They do. Oh man. I'm- 
literally all I could say about it is they truly enter the upside down. That's oh, what it is. yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good pull, good pull. I put that in my notes too, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good synopsis, Laura. Good synopsis. I love the I ash, ashy line. That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's let's just start where we normally start. I start with the opening of this movie, you know, and, and a little bit of like the setup. So you can kind of go through what do you think of the first, you know, fifteen minutes, kind of like you know, setting up before they really get to Silent Hill. Uh, Greg, what did you think of like the opening of this movie? It was okay. I, I was a little bit uh, of a skeptic, you know, that it, it opens up with her Sharon, her daughter sleepwalking. They go and get her, and she starts saying the word Silent Hill, and the first initiative of the of the mother is to take her to this place called silent hill it's probably within driving distance uh just to see if it'll i mean i don't know what her plan see this is where i i was yeah. a little bit lost <laughs> i didn't know one what her plan was is it to jog some kind of memory as to why you're sleepwalking and calling out the name of this city or I don't. I didn't understand what her. Mo- I, I I always go back to motives. I didn't understand her motive. One, two. I had a hard time believing that she would just do this without the father's permission. The dad wanted to take her to a hospital. Yeah. Okay, she's sleepwalking. It's getting dangerous. At the beginning of the movie, she literally gets to the edge of a waterfall. So I mean, as a dad, you're like, okay, this has to end. I get it. Okay, she needs some type of probably psychiatric help. And I think when you adopt. I don't know for sure, but I think you're limited to the amount of information on the person's background, especially their parents and where they came from. Um, so he's just thinking she needs medical help. But then the mom's idea is, okay, well, let's just take you to this place called Silent Hill where you keep saying th- this name. And I, I just, I didn't, the fact that she did it without the dad's permission. And, you know, that's part of the, another side story where the dad has to figure out, okay, where did you take our daughter? Where are you? Where is she? Um, I was a little bit of a skeptic in terms of believability, but it was interesting. Definitely an interesting opening. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Laura? What do you think like the opening setup of this movie? Yeah, I agree. I the opening didn't wow me in any way. It, it is pretty infuriating that she just did this on a whim uh, against everyone's advice, you know, um, and. And I mean, I, I sh- I'm sure we'll talk about the mom specifically more, but yeah, she's just, she doesn't for me give enough. Yeah. I feel like motive is the best way to describe it, especially in this case. I mean, I'm not feeling it from her. Yeah, She's so passionate enough to do something this crazy, but then I don't feel the passion. I don't see it. You know, I, I didn't really get that. I mean, there was a few scenes in the beginning where it was so lovely. The daughter was like resting on her lap and she was you know, putting her hair behind her ear. And that's very lovely, but that's not enough to understand what the fuck she's doing. I mean, this is crazy, but it makes sense to me because the movie really starts when they get to Silent Hill. And I think it is very hard to somehow get that story going. I, I, I can totally see that now that I've watched the movie again and understand it better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't really know how I feel about the opening. I didn't love it, but I'm also like, I don't really know what they could have done differently. Yeah, it's a good point. It's like, what are you going to do? Spend an hour talking about why and how they got to this city, or yeah, it would have made it a three-hour movie. I mean, we just need to get there because that's where all the stuff goes down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so 
Yeah, as much as like one of my biggest things in this movie is like, oh my god, you need to cut thirty minutes somewhere. You can't cut more yes. of the, more of the opening because it's pretty short to begin with. It's it it's is. pretty standard, but you know. So I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. The opening is whatever. It's a way to get to get to Silent Hill. It, it's there's nothing yeah. more needed than that. You know, um, but I did think it was weird that yeah, the mom would take her there for any reason at all. And, and this mm-hmm. was in 2006 when this came out. And I know it's not, you know, that's whatever that is, you know, 14 years ago. And it's like, I know nowadays, <laughs> I know nowadays, anywhere you go, you're going to look it up online to make sure you know where you're going. The dad does do that later, but I can't believe the mom never even looked up the city to be like, yeah. what is it about? Because if she would have done that for one second, she would have been like, oh, my God, this place is fucked up. And it's not even like or like uh, habitable, inhabitable anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So I thought it was crazy. Like she didn't even look it up at all. So, you know. Yeah. And you have to think I was questioning, why did she even run from the police officer in the middle of the night? So the cop pulled over for unknown reasons. Why don't you just take your ticket if you were speeding or whatever and, and go? I don't understand why she sped off and thinking that I'm going to get to Silent Hill and what like find a hotel i mean i I didn't understand what was going on Mm -hmm. with the urgency to get there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that's true yeah i mean this movie i mean that's that's one thing like about the game you know comparing things to the game of of this that's what it's based on it's like the game it's like you start and you're there i think i think the, the game starts with like the car crash you know, with like crashing on the car and almost hitting somebody and then like he's there and then, you know, he's just trying to find his daughter because you know, of the game. It's a male. It's a male character. Wait, are you seeing the game, the movie with um D- Douglas? What's I think so. I think it was his name in the game. Yeah. Okay, OK, I think I, so. I the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So like the game has no setup. It has nothing else like that. And that's one of the positives of the game is just you're trying to go through and figure out what the fuck is going on. You know, through the whole movie, you don't have a setup at all, which, you know, might have worked for this. I mean, if they just started like that, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so let's get into more of the characters acting now. Um, you know, Laura, you said you wanted to talk about the mom a bit more and her. And so you want to start? Yeah, I've just I'm I've been bumming lately with some of our picks. I feel <laughs> like there's always a main character that kind of ruins it for me. I felt like the acting in this was pretty spot on from everyone, hmm. but the mom. But the main character. Yeah. <laughs> that she sucks. Was so monotone. Mm-hmm. She didn't really react a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, the person who was giving me the amount of like reaction and passion was Sybil, the police officer. Like when yes. she was entering places, she was like, oh my God, and reacting yeah. appropriately. The mom is just like, yeah, I've played this video game before. This is fine. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, game. it's, I don't know. But yeah. It was just, she was too monotone for me. But, you know, I thought the little girl did a great job, especially because she played all those different characters. So that was really impressive. Yeah. Um, I thought Ned Stark did a good job of being concerned. Like, where the hell is my family? You know, he was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mom did not do it for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you with the mom. There, there's so many times in this movie where, this mom you know having just run out of some fucking boiler room where there's people you know entrails are on the floor and shit like that and then she runs into that old lady you know in the street and it's not even just like what is going on in this city she's just like i need to find my daughter you know can yeah. I, you know where my daughter is you know and it's just like you just like literally i think went through hell for a second mm-hmm. and like you have no questions you don't want to know anything you just want to know where your daughter is and i get that you want your child but in a real situation, I think your number one thing would be like, what the fuck? Not like, where is my daughter right away? You know what I mean? 
can can I argue against that? As mm. I actually again, I, I didn't again. I didn't pick up on that, and here's why: is like I didn't notice her lack of fear in this movie, and I think it boils down to his ability to turn this into this like video game into uh, a movie. When I think about these types of video games, when it's a survival horror one person game, you never see your character fearful you see them you know sometimes there'll be cutscenes where they react but the, the whole purpose is for you to impose yourself onto that character so when you're going and exploring you don't really see the fear or or the scaredness of it all you're just acting and trying to solve the mystery and go on and i wonder if maybe that was his intention is to make the the the, the main character like the first person uh, player to where if you're scared then it you feel like it takes you out of like the video game mm. feel of it that's crazy but but i mean you know the guy has to know he's making a movie he's not making right. a, a pixelated character from a game where you don't see the front of her face for like a whole video game you're only seeing the back of someone's head you know what i mean like huh. so i i don't know but but that's interesting i didn't think of it like that where she's she's playing more of a video game character than an actual like well, that's, actor that's the thing in the game in these types of games you get a lot of your emotion and a lot of your feelings from the secondary characters who pop in and out throughout the game so in in this case, uh, Laura, you mentioned Officer Bennett, and I love the fact that she was kind of the way that she, you know, I, I love how every now and then she would just stop and say, what the fuck is going yeah. on here? Yeah. <laughs> I was saying that to myself the entire movie, you know, mm -hmm. so I love that she was that voice. So I think, you know, as long as you have at least one outlet for how you're feeling in these types of um, movies, I was okay with the fact that maybe the main character didn't. Uh, didn't feel that Sean Bean's character. I mean, I have to give him props. A lot of the characters actually in this movie didn't really, they, they weren't given a lot of solid lines to deliver. Mm -hmm. I have to say like Alessa's character, you know, that when she was in her grunge, her grudge form, she, her was, saying, grunge. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying stuff like, look at me, I'm burning or I am the reaper. I mean, some of these lines, this is hard to deliver, but they killed it. I mean, Sean's being character, he was sent on a wild goose chase for whatever Movie. meeting. Mm -hmm. And he was forced to make like cold calls to the archives. There's just a general place with archives <laughs> that have, has everyone's info. And I mean, it's not great material, but you have to admit he was convincing. He's just, his energy is so compelling to yeah. me. And I, and I just mm -hmm. love those moments where, he's on screen and you know maybe he felt her presence and she wasn't there or everyone to me just did a really good job despite you know whatever lines they had to uh to give yeah yeah i read i read something too about this movie that the original script sean bean was not in the original script and then the the male police officer was not in the script it was a full female cast more or less other than some of the male you know oh. figures in the town but, uh, you know, and the, and the guy, you know, the, the director sent the script to the studio and the studio literally wrote back, where are all the men? And so he had to go back and write Sean Bean's character, write, you know, or, you know, write the police officer for them to have a story arc in this movie. And that's why they wow. have like their own side story. And to me, it feels so forced too. It does. It doesn't feel right. And that makes so much sense why it was not in the original script. 
well, there's your 30 minute cuts right there. Yeah, I know, Take exactly. all that bullshit out. And it wouldn't have felt like such a long ass movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause I think actually, I, I think I misspoke a bit. I think Sean being the, there is a father he's in the very beginning and he's at the end and that's it. There's no middle ground. There's no story for him other than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his, his whole, like I said, Sean Bean does great. He does great in this movie for what he's given, but just as the movie, as the storyline, it just feels so weird. You know, because none of the information he finds is really needed when you get to the end and you, you're you told everything. So, like, what, you know, you don't need any information, actually. I like yeah. them cutting to him. See, when you're watching this movie, just the visuals of Silent Hill at any point in time, it's disturbing. And it's a bit much on your senses. And I don't know about you guys, but I felt like it was getting on me. Like, it's just, it's a lot. So anytime they cut to real life, it felt refreshing and it felt like a little bit of a easy intermission. The only thing is, is yeah, what you're talking about with respect to content, it doesn't do much. You could have, you could have cut his portion out of the entire movie yeah. and it wouldn't mm-hmm. have changed a damn thing. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, and I agree with you guys. I think the little girl was, was great in this movie playing mm-hmm. two characters, you know, one nice and sweet and one, a fucking little devil child, you know, was was pretty <laughs> crazy, you know. Uh, I thought she was really good. I thought I, I thought the the police cop, you know, probably was probably my best, you know, my favorite performance uh, overall was her. Yeah, I loved her leather pants. Oh yeah, <laughs> you go, yeah, girl. Yeah, Greg, Greg, Greg loves leather pants like the crow. He's, <laughs> she's like the female crow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. She's yeah. the best. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, like you, Laura. Just the, it's sad that the main character of this story is one where you're just kind of like, oh, all right. You know, yeah. uh, unless you're viewing it like Greg and you think you're, you have a controller in your hand, you're controlling her around. Like a I really game. was thinking like that. Like I loved her performance because I felt like wow. it was, you know, me and that in, in her shoes. No, That's I crazy. agree with Rob. This is a movie. She needs to be a good actress. She can't just be like, you know, a, a player, player one. That's player one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny all right so uh, yeah let's get, let's get into like the main stuff in this movie and why lister Lindsay got well you know got fucked up or not even fucked up but why she got <laughs> scared watching this movie as a child is you know the gore the effects the fucked up imagery you know uh laura do you want to start like what did you think of it did it work you know what do you think yeah okay i i'm very conflicted with how to word this because i feel like Half of it is positive and half of it is negative. Mm. I think that it totally worked. I actually not think it was that gory because you guys know me. It's more like blood and guts and more realistic Mm. of like, you know, body things happening. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. This movie was not realistic by any means. Right. So it didn't get me in that way. I mean, there was definitely some blood and a few scenes, but um, yeah, I, so I thought all of those creepy, crazy scenes were visually stunning, beautiful. So I really loved that, but that's it. I, I didn't find it scary at all, which was kind of a bummer because I swear I remember seeing this, you know, like 10 years ago and thinking it was scary, but mm. this movie isn't scary at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like you're talking about, you know, the it's weird to say CG graphics. I don't know how much is CG and how much is real people and, you know, yeah. but for 2006, it looked pretty clean, you know. I, you know, so I feel like there's, the, I feel like there's only a couple shots where I'm like, oh, that doesn't look that great, but most of it is really clean, especially for a fifty million dollar budget. Like, dang, yes. that's crazy. But uh, what yeah, about you, I, I especially, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for it, Laura. Go for it. I was gonna say, I especially loved like the nurses, though, the like oh, slutty, yeah. faceless nurses <laughs> that walk all creepy. I thought that was that to me felt very 
it, it felt like a dance number and it was very beautiful in that way. Um, but Greg, I do, I do totally agree with you now that you mentioned this earlier. Sometimes even visually, it was an overload to your system. It was like, wow, there is something in every corner of my screen for the last two hours. Like it, it is pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Greg? What do you think of the, yeah, the gore you, effects, all that stuff? You could see where the money went. The gore, the effects was amazing to me. I mean, when she gets to the town, you think it's snowing, you think it's pretty, but you find out that it's ash. So it's just a bunch of empty streets, abandoned shops, you know, whatever. But the main thing is, is every now and then the, there's the town transformation, right? Every so often an air horn goes off, the walls of literally every surface melt away, like burning flesh, the paint and the surfaces, they kind of peel away. And underneath there's this like rusty, grimy, like heavy industrial like factory-ish framework you know ch chain link fences bars machinery it's really like it's really disturbing and it's a lot it's everywhere you know there's openings that go down into this underground burning mine and the air horn is going off at the same time and to me it's none of it was shocking to scare you and make you jump out of your seat we've watched a lot of movies in, in the last month i would say that have made me jump out of my seat maybe five times more than this movie but there's a lot of disturbing imagery those burned ash yeah. creatures with no arms just kind of walking oh. moping around <laughs> and shrieking and then you know they suddenly burn away when the light comes you know there's like hanging bodies randomly everywhere yeah. hanging on fences like they're stuck with like uh, barbed wire and stuff and mm -hmm. the demonic roaches. There's a lot of this movie that oh, I, I don't know yeah. about you guys. It was really creepy to me. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I mean, I mean, you got, you guys know, I have a thing for like body, you know, not mutilation, but you know, when you like morph your body and like oh, un yeah. un unrealistic ways gets me. So there's multiple scenes in this movie where they're doing that fully. And, you know, th there's the scene, the bathroom scene where there's some guy like tied up like saw, like saw or seven, you know, he's all tied up with barbed wire. And then, you know, the air raid siren hits and he comes like crawling out, like contorting his feet over his head. And oh, yeah, that yeah. was gross. So, like that one got me, you know, um, but there's multiple scenes. Like I said, the, the bodies up on the chain link fences are pretty fucking creepy. Did you guys notice? Am I the only one that saw a dick? what what did probably i think so i think <laughs> if you if you if you just go by our history of our podcast you were the only I'm one, the only one saw who saw it yeah yeah there's no question so if i googled silent hill dick right now what kind of porn website would i come across because in the beginning of this movie, you know, there's there's the intro more or less when she gets to Silent Hill, she runs down a hallway and, you know, and, and she goes to a chain link fence and that's the first body hanging there. Yeah. But that guy, they don't really show anything. But I swear there's another body later on when she's walking around, a second body that's hanging. And I swear it pans like slowly down a bit. And I swear it was like belly button. And then it was like, you know, genitalia area. And I'm like, wait, was that like a dick I saw or was there no genitals there? But it was slow enough of a pan to be like, that was meant to be seen, whatever it was. So I just wrote in my notes, like, was that a dick? You know, and I put a question mark. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it. I mean, there's so much crazy shit in this movie. It wouldn't be surprising. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, Laura's literally looking up right now. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't, uh, Rob, even your costume for today, the pyramid head guy, that was, he was kind of like the pinnacle of scariness in this movie, don't mm -hmm. you think? He was like the biggest threat. Just this guy 
walking around ripped dude with <laughs> no shirt this giant metallic pyramid shape he was thing so ripped oh my over God. his head <laughs> carrying a sword that looked like it was 10 feet long that weighed two tons stabbing through the walls you know he like he, butter like butter <sighs> butter <laughs> sounds like we want to see his dick we want to see his dick <laughs> We're so excited right now. <laughs> then, come on, he, he grabs the lady on the staircase. Oh, oh wow! All right, he picks her up and rips the he rips the skin off her body and throws oh, the that skin was... suit at the church door. That was crazy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a crazy scene. That was a crazy scene. What? That was. I had to that pause really it. Gross. I had to pause it. Did you pause it or did you just uh, rewind it a few times and keep rewatching it? <laughs> Greg's like, was that Bush? Was that Bush? I saw? <laughs> He tries to tries to still frame it like he's watching barbed wire back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But did it? So, Laura, nothing scared you, right? Greg, you were a nerd, but nothing really like scared you. Scared you, right? You didn't like jump, jump. It was right? creepy. It definitely creeped me out. When I, I went to bed movie, just fine yeah, though. After yeah. I didn't have any nightmares. So. Hmm. It, it didn't scare me this time around. But I have to say, I watched it the year that it came out in the theaters by myself. Mm. And what? I had a break between classes, and there was a theater nearby, and I thought, <laughs> "Let me watch this." And the the scene with the nurses made me pretty hmm. terrified mm. in the theater. Oh. The nurses that that was yeah, I think about that. Yeah, that 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 is one of I think the best sequences in the movie. It's you know? the best scene. Do you want to yeah. talk about that, Laura? I, I know you really like that one. Yeah. So when she gets to this room, she sees all of these faceless but also slutty, a lot of cleavage, <laughs> um, dirty gray like nurses. And they're all completely still, but none of them are standing straight and normal. They're all standing a little contorted. And when she's got the flashlight on them, they are attracted to the light. So they start moving towards her in the light and their movements are just all like fucked up. You know, we're talking like the grudge movements, just, you know, contorting and walking all creepy and crazy. But she figured this out. And so she turns the flashlight off and then they stop. And so then we have a whole sequence of her slowly maneuvering through right. these still, you know, they're basically like mannequins, but you know, every time she passes one, they make like a nasty snarling sound mm -hmm. and their faces are wrapped up in that like dirty cloth. I don't know what that is. Is that what it was? I thought it was just their faceless. But then what happens is that every time they hear her, they start, they all have knives. They're knives. They start slashing them. And so they're slashing each other and like cutting each other's throats. It definitely felt orchestrated, but in the best way. Yeah, mm. it, it is a great sequence in this movie. It, it is really cool. It's a really cool sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let's 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 kind of go into you know before we get more into the ending here a bit. Let's kind of just talk about like the movie as like a whole, as far as the storyline, the trying to make sense of what's happening as you're watching it because i feel like a lot of it is somewhat missed there's parts where i was confused and then i feel like i would get information and then i'd be like okay wait what's going on again you know uh, you know not without revealing the ending but were you guys able to follow the storyline as you were watching did you understand fully what was going on and i know that they reveal stuff later on but were you okay watching the movie did you make sense to you uh i think it did mostly for me i mean i knew i i didn't have the full story but I think I knew it, I was going to get there. Mm -hmm. So I'm just watching her in this crazy place, not really understanding what it was, but knowing I would get that answer, which I feel like I did for the most part. Okay. Okay. What about you, Greg? Did it fully like make sense to you? 
Same. None of the none of the, the gears were clicking the entire movie. I had no idea what was going on, but you're watching <laughs> from moment to moment and you're gathering. See, this is what I, I was okay with, with the fact that with these types of games, uh, movies that are based on a game, right? You're gathering a lot of clues and you don't know the final answer. So by having gone through it, the virtue of living the movie you're gathering a lot of clues and just waiting for the opportune moment to put them together. And there was a time in the movie when it was just very expositional and they do just break yeah. it down. So it, I have to say, even at that point, I was a little bit confused and there were, I have a lot of questions I want to ask you guys, but um, I felt a little bit rewarded by that, which is again, more of what video games do. You know, you put the effort in, you don't know what's going on, but then at some point you reach a milestone and you get rewarded. So, as much as I had no idea what was transpiring from scene to scene, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about kind of like setting up the ending of this movie more of it, which is like the religious, you know, you know, people in this movie, their storyline, you know, cause that you really need to know before you talk about the ending of this movie. So do, what do you guys think of like the whole, you know, you know, righteous people and they live in the church and this and that. And like, what do you think about that, Laura? Did it, did it work for you in this movie? You know, what do you think of those characters and stuff like that? Yes, it worked for me because I really didn't think anything of it as I was watching it. I did think it was really cool that before you kind of know what the church is, therefore, when the air horn goes off for like the fourth or fifth time, I think of the movie you just see all of these people running for the church. And I thought that was really badass. Um, but this was obviously before you know what kind of people they are and what's going on inside the church. Yeah, I felt like it was needed for the storyline. But I mean, did it excite me? Not really. Yeah. I, mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just kind okay. of in the middle about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just another like layer to the onion, you know, another yeah. layer to the movie you're watching that's revealed, you know, yeah, revealed halfway through of it. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, like we're starting to get more information now, you know, okay, you know, uh, what about you, Greg? What do you think of like the whole like religious section of the movie kind of like leading up to the ending? I thought it was an, a nice little twist. You think that she's alone in this town and that the town's totally abandoned so like laura said when when the air horn goes off and suddenly you see a crowd of people just charging the to get inside of the church for refuge i thought that was interesting it made me think whoa there's a lot more going on here than i realized so it just kind of made me ask more questions so i liked it yeah yeah because i think one of the biggest reveals you get with that kind of like you know church stuff is that you know, uh, it, it, it's revealed, you know, the, most of this movie, the mom is trying to find her daughter and she thinks yeah. she's chasing her. She's trying to find her. And it's revealed in the church segments that this is, I guess, not her daughter or it looks like right, her daughter. Right. And that's one of the parts where I was still confused in the moment trying to be like, wait, is she a twin? Is this like a different child? They look the same, but this because they show a. You know, they show Sean Bean's character, I guess, you know, for his storyline being useless, there is the part where he goes in the archives and he sees the photo and it's exactly it looks like his daughter. Mm -hmm. But it says something like he was born in 1973. And so I'm kind of like, wait, like, what's going on? You know, and so like I was kind of confused with the two children in the moment. And I know I'm probably not supposed to have the answers at that time, but it was like a little too confusing where I was kind of like trying to think back the things I've seen of like, wait, am I I was lost for a second, I felt and I feel like yeah. I shouldn't be lost. I should either be like waiting, knowing something's going to be revealed. But in the moment, I was kind of like, wait, what's happening right now? So, you know, did you guys feel that all when they kind of talked about mm -hmm. two kids and this and that? What do you think, Laura? I think maybe it just took too long to get there. Mm. 
you know, if it was a shorter movie and we cut some stuff out, you might not have felt that you might have, it, it might have felt like more at a natural pace, but this felt like, okay, let's get to what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Greg? Were you just kind of waiting for something to happen or are you confused like me? Yeah, that's the weird thing is, Laura, you mentioned the movie running time. I think when you have two hours to tell a story, you should. You, there should be no reason why a viewer is walking away or getting toward the end and not having any, any idea what's going on. You have plenty yeah. of time to, right. to explain what's going on. So, yeah, there was a lot of lot of mystery and i think when they finally revealed what was happening it still to me wasn't clear enough so i, I don't know i wasn't a huge fan of that mm. yeah but uh, yeah let, let's get to the ending then of this movie and you know and kind of what happens at the end and after the church reveal you know that whole confrontation and what's going on because that's really when you find out all the information and what's going on here but uh mm-hmm. uh which do you, one of you guys want to set up what's going to the end greg do you want to set it up yeah sure uh so what happens is, and we never talked about this, but when the mom takes the daughter to this Silent Hill town, it's an abandoned town because at some point they were told that there are fires burning underground and the fumes were too toxic for people to live there. So they closed down the town. So she drives through the closed gate and in doing so crashes her car. And then when she comes out of her, you know, she wakes up her daughter's come out of her seat and that's really what starts the whole movie she go walks into this abandoned town looking for her daughter and like you said rob she's just looking for her the whole time and encountering all of these monstrosities along the way but at some point the church people guide her to the hospital which is where they suspect that the evil of this town is holding her daughter and she goes through the underground maze of hallways gets past the nurses and then enters the room and in the room she sees i guess like a little girl and the girl says like congratulations you made it and your reward for making it is an explanation <laughs> you, so you, yeah. you, you you let you leveled up you leveled up to the next level you, you get level a, up it is straight a, up you get, a, you get a sword or something you dig yeah. It. yeah so now it's supposed to be like okay they explained to you what's going on and here's how i read into what she then proceeds to say mm-hmm. so uh, there's a girl that used to live in this town and her name was Alessa and she was a girl many, you know, many decades ago and she was ridiculed by her classmates for some reason. And I don't, I don't really know why. And she was abused by the janitor and I don't really know why. And for whatever reason, her mother took her to this religious cult in the town because the cult said that, you know, well, we can cleanse her. Um, we can make her pure because she has sinned or she is the product of sin. Maybe you guys could explain what that, I don't even understand what that means. So they essentially try to this. Now you're be, you're given a flashback you go back many decades ago. And what this religious cult is trying to do in sanctuary is they try to exercise her. They think that there's some kind of demon in her. I don't know, but they accidentally wound up catching her on fire. So they like tie her up and something happens and they catch her on fire. And she literally, she burned nearly to death. I think you're like completely off on almost everything you said. Really? Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. It's almost everything you said was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Totally cut. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I said, totally cut all that out because this is where I need you guys to like let me know what the fuck happened because maybe I think I may have gotten it all wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Greg, sorry, yeah, sorry to stop you and you know kind of like tell you what's going on, but yeah, so 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 more or less, I mean, first thing you said was um, you don't know why she was a sinner, why they want her to be a sinner. One of the reasons yes. I know they said was the fact that she didn't have a father. And yeah. the the, yeah, mo- the the mother wouldn't reveal who the father was. I, what I don't does that know, mean? I don't know if they ever talk about that really more or that. I don't remember anything else further than that. But I think in this religious, right, you're talking about like usually if you're not married and you have a child out of wedlock, that's a sin. So I think automatically the fact one, she's not married. Two, she doesn't even maybe, you know, she doesn't want to say who the father is. Like this child is already a sinner. This child is made from sin. You know, you're talking about this, you know, religious cult i'm really gonna call him a cult you know that it goes into a sub story and like a background of like they burned witches at the stake you know yeah. decades ago you know hundreds of years ago that's super super conservative you know um but you know so after that greg what you're talking about is you know they uh wanted to not exercise her but literally sacrifice her they wanted to burn her for her sins like they burned witches back in the day so her mom Wait, my, my question is so okay. Did, did they ex- did they communicate that to her mom? Because it said no. it made it look like her mom was deceived by the rhetoric. Yeah. Like it seemed like they told her that oh, we would just purify her. But yeah. you're saying that they're they intended all along to to burn her, but it looked like an accident, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I don't. No, I definitely don't think it was an accident. I think what no. you saw is another thing you kind of you know got a little bit wrong was the the burning of this city was because of that accident you know what i mean this is like this was a coal mining town it was a coal mining city it's built on a coal mine and when they go to sacrifice you know whatever her name's annalise or whatever her name was sacrifice her she's flopping around burning and she somewhat gets free and she swings around in the cage and it knocks over the fire and the fire is what goes down to the coal mine and blows up and that starts the reaction i think there's a line in there where annalise or the devil whatever is later on is saying something like you whatever you 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 got what you deserved as far as the city goes or something like that you know what i mean like Wait, so everybody died I, I, that's that's how i took it but then how did how did they get her to the it, they showed a flashback of her being transported to like a hospital and her being yeah. treated for her her burn wounds if everybody died who took her to the hospital well so how i took it is is that I mean, I'm sure people died that day when they did that to her. But like you said yourself, this town, it's not sustainable for human life. And after they set off that fire and the aftermath of that fire, that's why Silent Hill is truly a ghost town. All those people eventually died. Everyone Mm. is dead in this movie. That's how I saw it. And that's Mm. why when the mom and Sharon go into Silent Hill and Sybil too, the cop, I don't know if it's because the car accident did it or being in that town did it, but I just saw it as like they entered this world and now they're there. They're there forever. And that's why the ending is the ending without giving oh, away. You, you take you take it as like they're all ghosts or, or more or less like they're all dead. Yeah. Oh, I and they're all living in their version of hell. They're all living huh. in hell. Yeah, it's like in a limbo. Huh. Right. Yeah. That their state that they're living in. Right? Wow. I, I didn't think of it like that, but actually that helps explain the ending i guess you know more or less well the way that you know in real life sean bean and the investigator when they got to the bridge they found the jeep but they couldn't find anybody right it was like they were living in a completely different parallel dimension yeah 
the actual Silent Hill that we saw. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Crazy. All right. Uh, Laura, do you want to pick up kind of from burning uh, Anna, Annalise and stuff like that and take her to the hospital? Do you want to go from there and kind of set up more the ending of this movie? Yes. Yeah, so after we see that flashback of this happening to this girl, you know, 30 something years ago, we find out that um, pretty much all of the good in her is gone because she's so hateful and full of revenge and she's just been burned and almost killed and yada yada treated so poorly so the story is is that this other almost alter ego of hers you know what's the, what's the word becomes call it like the darkness or something like that or whatever yeah her, her own like darkness transforms <laughs> into another person so mm-hmm. to speak since alessa's really paralyzed like she's never moving again she's burned you know, she she's tied up forever, basically, living in her little bubble. And so this darkness is the majority of her. But what they did was they decided to take whatever little bit of Alessa that was still good and put it out in the world and protect it where it would hopefully never need to come back to Silent Hill and like just protect whatever innocence is still there of Alessa. And that somehow, and this was the only thing that bothered me was just timing is off. You know, this Alessa's 30, 30 years old, but yet Sharon's only what, 12? Yeah, something like that. Mm. So that's, that's kind of the part that I didn't like. But I, mm. you know, apparently they took that goodness from her. And that ended up being like a little innocent baby who then went to an orphanage and got adopted. But somehow the town and the history pulled her back. So mm. that was kind of the whole explanation. Wait, so Alessa had a baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what no. I thought too, though. I did think that in the moment of like, wait, is, is what is her name? Uh, Sharon, is, right? Sharon? That's a little mm-hmm. girl's name? That's it, what I thought. Yeah, is Sharon Annalise's daughter? Did she have a baby? No, it's the good, it's the goodness, yeah. the essence of. But then why would she, why would she have any ties to Silent Hill? If she actually wasn't related. What do you mean? Related. Because she's she's a part of Alessa. So, of course, she's tied to Silent Hill. Well, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Sharon. Right. Yeah, Greg, she, Greg she's, a, she's like a Horcrux from Harry Potter, <laughs> pretty much. You know, that's kind of what she is. Wait, who, so, who's her mom? Well, that's the thing. She, she was trapped in an orphanage, so she doesn't really have a mom. She, yeah, I'm so confused. Yeah, she didn't yeah. Sorry, come guys. to be by being born. Yeah. That's not how Sharon came it's, to be. It's super, it, it, and that's why, like, you get to this part of this movie, and like, you're getting answers, but you're actually kind of slightly. I was getting more confused. Like, like a lot of the answers, I would be like, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. The the backstory of Annalise makes sense. I I get that. And then when it comes to you know this darkness, I took it as she was literally the devil. It was the devil because there's a line in there where she's like, I have, yeah. mi-, she's like, yeah, she's like, I have many names, and I was like, you're right. you're mm-hmm. the devil. You know what I mean? That's how I thought of it too. Yeah. 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 You know, and, but like I was basically like a person coming in and interjecting themselves as a demon or a devil and saying, I'm going to give you an opportunity to take revenge on everybody that wronged you. And she took the, op- she took the deal. Well, see, that, and that's the thing that confuses me too, because like, if it, see, I, I didn't ever thought of this movie as like their ghosts, but I guess I was taking it as like, they were real. They were really living in this town. And like, that's how she was getting revenge on them by like fucking with them all the time. But I guess for if they were ghosts, you would still get revenge on them. It would just be like, this is them living through their hell. That's how you're getting revenge. They're in hell. So, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, 
I'm kind of more confused now than when we started. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> really? I feel like it, it doesn't confuse me. I don't know. Oh, man. I, I didn't get this when I was watching my friend Bill play this game back in the day. He was not giving me <laughs> one-liners to tell me what's happening in the storyline. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it is It is weird how in one scene, we have the real Alessa who is, you know, older. She's in her mm -hmm. 30s and she's totally burned. Right. And she's up on the weird... The gurney gurney thing yeah. and then we have like the devil darkness alessa running around wrecking havoc and then you have sharon who's like the goodness yeah. of her so there's mm -hmm. really like three of them yeah. in one mm -hmm. scene yeah i mean i really did like the whether you want to call it a twist or not of the you think that this place is you know trying to kill you know the mom and and the daughter and this and that and really it's the the cult that is really the yeah. villains mm -hmm. And then I really actually like when the mom is like, I will join forces with you, devil, <laughs> you know, and I, and I will let yes. you come inside me so you can enter the church. I was like, that's fucking cool. You know what crazy. I mean? Like, it's yeah. really fucked up to think like you made a deal with the devil to get your daughter back. But I was like, that's cool. That was a cool fucking little twist there. I freaking liked yeah. it. You know? But then you get into what Laura's talking about when she get the devil is enter, you know, able to get into the church. But that's one thing like she, you know, the devil can't go into it. So she kind of sneaks in through uh, with Rose's body, you right. know, and also another cool scene where she's stabbed and like the blood is like coming out and it forms into, you know, uh, the girl and everything. And uh, yeah, so, so you want to talk more, Greg, about the ending here of, you know, like the gurney comes up and what happens and that whole massacre. Whew, man, it's crazy. So she comes up from the ground. Everything's burning and peeling away. She comes up and then just starts shooting barbed wire at everybody twisting people up in barbed wire you know it's oh man it's 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 one of the most like barbaric this is like when we watched uh event horizon yes and there were some scenes where we weren't allowed to see it or were that were in the director's cut yeah. this is like the director's <laughs> cut of event horizon Sitting in romania somewhere <laughs> transylvania yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Basically, she's getting her revenge on everybody with barbed wire, and it's I mean, yeah. everything you imagined it to be. Yeah, I was just expecting like Sam Neil to pop his head out of, at one point and be like, "Hey, what's up? I'm here too, guys!" Like <laughs> surprise, yeah, surprise. You know, uh, Laura, what, what did you think about like that whole massacre and the barbed wire and all that shit? You know, it was pretty epic, but uh, I'm trying to remember if this is how I felt about event horizon now that we're talking mm -hmm. about it so much has been happening already and there's been so much to wrap my head around and see that when this scene came it was like okay like i was just like i'm i'm done with this now you know like let's wrap it up mm, wow interesting so that was kind of unfortunate because it was a epic scene yeah but yeah i was just yeah. kind of over it at that point did you like it rob i i liked it i thought it was a cool culmination as much as i, like I, said, I was confused what was happening in the moment uh who who's what and who's related to who and what's happening you know <laughs> blah 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 because then like Alyssa's real uh, Alyssa's real mom is there so i'm like oh my god it's a grandma now like what's happening right <laughs> oh, <she's> the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you know but the, the scene itself the cg the barbed wire i was like this is fucking awesome you know it's like ripping people apart and squishing them yeah you know and, and the way it kills the main cult lady it like grabs her arms and legs all of her limbs and then like i'm pretty sure this is right the barbed wire like goes up her vagina 
it like went like between her legs into her dress and then all this blood came out and just then it like cuts her in half and then it just like, yeah just rips yeah. her completely in half it was crazy you know especially like i said for 2006 graphics i was like this looked legit this looked really clean yeah wholesome movie for a for a seven-year-old <laughs> yeah, I I, yes oh my <laughs> god oh, oh. i know i still can't even think uh listener Lindsay, you know sitting in the theater as that young age just being like i just wanted to see a penguin you know like you know <laughs> you're like oh my god you know that's so crazy uh yeah yeah um yeah and then then you know the very you know kind of end of this is you know the massacre is happening then you got you know demon demon Alyssa, the little girl comes crawling over and she like looks into the little girl sharon's eyes and it kind of like smirks and smiles and then like you know cuts the block and then you have the mom and daughter waking up back in the real world i guess you would call it i don't know you know nope. i know laura's shaking her head because it's still the ghost world apparently i didn't realize that but uh yeah and then they get in the car they drive home sean bean is chilling on the couch in his jammies and they like walk in but and i did notice in the moment that like why is there you know fog around them whatever you want to call it. it's a grayscale, and it's like yeah. there's no color but then it cuts to sean bean on the couch and it's bright and colorful and so mm -hmm. and in the moment i still was kind of confused because i was kind of like wait what's happening right now until you know they kind of like show the couch where he's supposed to be laying he's not there and he kind of wakes up like sensing her more or less. Mm -hmm. And then mm. I don't even know if this, I don't even know if this is really Sharon anymore as the daughter. I don't know if the demon inhabited her. I don't know. But she wanders off in the hallway and then that's kind of it. But uh, yeah, because I, I, like I said, Laura, I was not thinking ghost town at all. I was thinking this was just a real world and like it would get fucked up every once in a while. They actually say at one point that it's a ghost town. Well, though. I thought they meant like, mm -hmm. like literally a ghost town. Like nobody lives here anymore. Not like oh. it's really like there are like spooky ghosts in it. You know what I mean? I didn't mm. think that at all. Mm. But, but that's why I was confused with the ending because I wasn't thinking that. I was trying to figure out, yeah. wait, like, did she die? Like, is she still on the, I was just considering it the upside down. I didn't yeah, think it, that's I didn't, what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah I, di I didn't think it was really like a ghost, like they were like dead. I thought it was like a different realm or like a different reality. So I was confused at the end. So, yeah. I mean. Well, regardless, whether it's death or another world or reality, they're, they're stuck there. They're there. They're not in our world, you know? Well, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, there, there is a sequel when when Sharon is like 16 years old and like in the real world. So I don't know. I've never oh, seen wow. it. I heard about it. So I'm not sure. But uh, how did you take the end, Greg? Did you think they were little ghosts walking around or what do you think? Clearly, they're in some type of again, I, I think they're still stuck in the Silent Hill limbo. Um, and while they're free, I guess, of the horrors of Silent Hill, perhaps they're dead. I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, but they're, de they're definitely not of the, the world of the living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Laura, did you take it like me too, or either of you did that, that the, the devil child, the evil Alyssa little girl, like inhabited the other girl or no, was that the only one that took that? I didn't think um, about that. No, no, no. no. I, but I think that when they make eye contact, it, it's almost like a nod, like you're doomed. You know that, right? Oh, like that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting interesting i don't know I, I just like my whole thing is like if this is really like the devil you know what i mean like what does he get out of all this like what is he getting out of all this 
Other oh, God, this is a whole nother hour-long conversation. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my thing was like, oh, like maybe that's what he gets out of all this. That's why he did all this so he can inhabit this other girl and like go in the what I thought was still the halfway the real world or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, I feel like I have way more questions now than when I watched the movie. <laughs> I'm more confused now. Laura like really like screwed my mind up more than this movie I'm did. Sorry. No, no, because like I think you're right. It's just you know for the past like four days since I've watched this and been thinking about it, my mindset was not anything you're saying. And I think you're right. It's just like trying to like turn my brain back the other way. You know, I'm trying yeah. to come back to the real world. I'm still in the the Silent Hill world. Backwards in your brain. Yeah, I'm walking. Yeah, I'm like a voluptuous nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. If, if anybody, you know, please e- email us in. Let us know what you think the ending is. What, you know, what it's about. Is it ghosts or is it fucking just they're stuck in hell or they're fucking in Stranger Things and waiting for fucking the the Demigorgon to pop out, you know, and yeah. and all that shit, you know. Hit us up, ConjecturingPod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at ConjecturingPod. Uh, do you guys have any other topics you want to talk about for the movie or what do you guys think? You know, one thing that I thought was interesting that I found out about this movie is so when before rose gets up to silent hill she asks you know how to get there and the town's people around the area keep saying oh it's blocked off because of these like toxic fumes there's fires burning underneath the ground i thought well, how ridiculous how, is that even possible so i looked it up and it is possible and this is based on the real thing there was literally a city in pennsylvania or a town i guess in pennsylvania like back in the 60s it was a coal mining town and the way that they used to deal with like their trash was they would use abandoned coal pits as landfills they would fill up the pits with trash set it on fire let it burn for a little bit and then wash it down with water you know with the tanker truck and just let it go away right well like in the 60s they thought that one of those pits was actually out, but it wasn't. It was smoldering at the bottom, like at the lower depths. Oh. So some of that trash and that that burning um, refuge uh, refuse kind of like spread to the bottom of the pit, and it went through this opening in like into an abandoned uh, labyrinth of like coal mining tunnels, and it pretty much just ignited all of the coal underneath the whole town. <gasps> and it the the problem was that it. Um, the coal would emit these horrible toxic fumes that people would breathe. So they installed these vents throughout the town that would allow the fumes to escape and then blow away. But then at some point they realized like all that did was just allow more oxygen to go in and keep burning the fires uh, underneath the ground. So the government pretty much stepped in and said, okay, instead of like engineering our way out of this, let's just move everybody out. So they spent like almost like $50 million getting everybody out of this town. Um, and they just let the fires burn. And to this day, literally underground, these coal mines are still burning. And it's been like Man. 50 years. And they think that probably for another 50 years, it's going to continue to burn. And I think something like five people still live there because they feel like they have no need to to move and they don't care about the fumes, but it's insane. It's literally based on an actual story. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go to that fucking town. No, heck. No, no, I'm good. You know, no no way. No, thanks. No, thanks there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I did uh, one last thing kind of before we get into like our ratings here a bit and stuff like that. I did want to do one, one thing that's kind of like a little fun real fast is, you know, we, we keep talking about this is based on a video game, of course. 
And I wanted to ask, you know, I know Laura doesn't play video games, you know, that much. She's playing whatever she she's doing, Scrabble over there or something. And uh, you, <laughs> you know, know, that sounds solitaire. right up my alley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Solitaire. Yeah, I was going to say right up my ass. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Jeez. Oh. <laughs> the way the the mm-hmm. gusto in which you opened that sentence. Right, yeah. right up my ass. But uh, I wanted to ask, you know, like. <laughs> but i wanted to ask you guys you know like would this movie make your top five video game movies you know based on a video game would this make your top five you know Uh, i I don't know laura i I got a list if you want me to name some off laura if you don't know you know a lot of video games you know movies that were adapted you know uh we got resident evil of course that's i think the biggest Mm. one most people are going to know you got this movie silent hill you got the Tomb Raiders uh, with uh, Angelina Jolie. Then you got the Seen new one with uh, Alicia uh, Vikander. Uh, you got the new Detective Pikachu. You got Sonic the Hedgehog, Laura, <laughs> one of your favorite games. You know, I don't know if you saw the movie. You got Rampage. You got a uh, Rampage with The Rock. You know, which I think might be number one for Laura, just because The Rock. Never seen it or heard of it, but it's it's up there. <laughs> it's up there just for The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you got I think might be mine and Greg's maybe favorites. We'll see. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm. and uh street fighter yeah which came right almost back to back if i remember correctly they were so Ralph julia baby yeah Ralph julia your boy <laughs> ralph yeah <laughs> and don't forget john claude van damme like the biggest frenchie in in hollywood playing like the most american yeah guy ever <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and then uh two of the ones that are on the bottom of the list you know but i wanted to throw them in there because i for- totally forgot about these movies you got prince of persia with jake gyllenhaal which you know people say it's maybe one of the worst video game movies ever and then you got super mario brothers with john leguizamo and uh was it ed haskins um one that i remember vividly and i tried watching that like three years ago being like does this hold up it it was really bad it was horrible movie but uh but it has a a soft you know a nice place in my heart because i remember watching i was younger but uh what do you guys think? What would be like your top five like video game movies from that more or less list? There's other ones, but I don't think there should be on there. I'll, I'll jump into this. I, I think two, you rattled off some that I have yet to see. I have yet to see Detective Pikachu, Rampage, or Sonic. Those are the more modern ones. I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard good things. But I'd say like in my brain library of movies, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat pretty much stand out are as totally goofy ridiculous but still entertaining Mm -hmm. uh you know versions of their video game counterparts but i will say that this is maybe my number maybe my number one in terms of in terms of feeling faithful to the franchise like this is one thing Mm. i loved about the directing of this movie it really felt like a video game you know there were times where rose would be searching around (laughs) opening drawers looking for clues she finds a flashlight she turns it on you know there's that scene where she pulls the key out of the the mouth of that guy in the stall and there's the tension that builds up to it and you being scared until she reaches and pulls the key out to find that nothing happened and as she's leaving the bathroom about to open the door that's when it comes to life that is such Mm -hmm. a video game thing to do you know to to make you scared to make you then drop your defenses and then hit you with the horror right after that uh just the whole movie was so brilliantly played like that and the music was also so good to me. I loved it. It had that nice haunting soft piano while you're driving, you know, just the soft chill tunes in the car. Um, even when they, when they left the church to go to the hospital, 
you had that you know very like dope piano chill beat like it reminded me a lot of resident evil one um and it was just it's it's so good and so in terms of a video game adaptation they did i thought as good as a good of a job as you could do yeah yeah what about you laura did you do you know any of these movies did you put them on a list could you even you know do you just have the rampage with the rock five times five rocks Yeah, I feel like this movie would probably be up there, top five. Uh, but God, yeah, I mean, out of all those movies that you listed, obviously, I've never played those games. So I'm just going based off of the actor. Like you said, The Rock, that's great. Jake Gyllenhaal, sign me up. I know oh Ryan God. Reynolds had something to do with Pikachu, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's mm-hmm. good for me, too. Mm-hmm. Just throw all of them in my top five. So you're just doing the sexiest men alive on your list. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to tell you what this is top five of. Yeah, it's no. definitely not video games, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Does it have to go back with me seeing a dick in this movie? Is that what it's about? <laughs> Rob, l- l- I, let me just say that, like, when it comes, so video games to me are like books. You can spend upwards of 60 to 70 to 80 hours on one book or video game how the hell you translate that into an hour and a half to two hours and get that same feel of you investing literally a few days of your time into a couple of hours is difficult it's a difficult thing to do and so when i feel like movies try to do it you just you lose so much of it same goes when you try to take a tv series make a new movie it's so difficult so the best you can do is just recreate that vibe and this whole movie was full of that with that scary creepy peel off you know burning creepy vibe so i thought they did a great Mm. job yeah yeah no i agree i agree yeah um yeah if anybody wants to email us in let us know where this movie would land on their top five you know video game based uh, movies you know hit us up conjecturing pod at gmail or twitter instagram at conjecturing pod if uh, anybody from the network wants to hit us up, I know it's a bunch of gamers over there on the Slashing Cast podcast network. They guys, all they mostly talk about is gaming. Like I said, I wish I could join in, guys, but I fucking suck. I'll be the noob that's in the corner getting shot in the head or something like that, so I can't join in. But uh, yeah, hit us up. Let us know where you guys rate this stuff. You know, um, yeah. But let's uh, let's get into our ratings and of this actual movie. This movie itself, not like the game or how it relates to the game. I know it'll somewhat be in part of your rating, I think, but uh, let's see where we're going to go in here. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes real fast before we give our ratings. Uh, you got a critic score of 31%, so not a great critic score. Ooh. You have an audience score You have an audience score of 63%, though, which, you oh, know, I mean, it's vast, right. vastly really different. different. Yeah, so I looked it up and I kind of went through a lot of the audience reviews and critics, and to me, the the obvious thing was if anybody had anything associated with playing the game or knowledge of the game, they more or less liked some of this movie. Mm. If it was just a critic that of course didn't know anything about the game adaptation, they were just like, this is stupid, you know? So it's almost Mm. like if you know the source material and you have somewhat of a knowledge or even kind of like it a bit, you're probably going to lean towards maybe liking this movie more than not. So that's the only way I can explain it other than that, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, so for our rating, let's do one to five. Let's do how many mutilated corpses. So one to five, how Oof. many how many mutilated corpses? And you know how you know what does your corpse look like? How mutilated is your corpse? Oh, does wow. it have no legs, no heads? Does it have no dicks? You know, uh, <laughs> does it have multiple dicks? I have no idea. I don't know what you did with your body. Um, but uh, yeah, so one to five. You know, you can get into positive negatives if you want. Something you didn't talk about. Laura's enough fun writing this one in the the rating docket tonight. Oh uh, man. So so uh, <laughs> she always hates when we do this. 
yeah let's start with greg then greg what do you think one to five mutilated corpses and what do they look like mm-hmm. man i i have to fall into the category of people and i'm glad that you mentioned that people who have played the game or who have seen it or who understand this genre of game who watch the movie see the parallels tie those two and are maybe a little bit biased I, I feel like I'm positively biased to this type of movie. So I give it a high rating. I would mm. give it maybe three and a half. Wow. Three and a half, just completely, you know, <laughs> mutilated corpse, just bar bar all over the, just, you can't even see the corpse anymore. It's just a, you know, body shaped, you know, <laughs> coffin of barbed wire all it's over just, the place. It's just a bunch of barbed wire. That's it. You know? Yeah. The thing oh, okay. is, 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 is what I think they got right is when you play these games, you're stuck in a position of, and the vibe is it's like survive and investigate. Hmm. So it, it's, it's weird. So the whole time you're experiencing these atrocities and your instinct is to, is the fight or flight response. It's to, to flee, to get out of there, to get away from it as much as possible. But you're also stuck in the middle of a mission. You have to find your daughter. So there's, that's the push pull, right? You're being pushed away by your fear, but you're being pulled by your purpose and something you have to do. So that creates so much tension you know, playing so many hours of this game. And I really think they got it spot on with the movie. Nice. Wow. Okay. That's, that's higher than I thought, you know? Um, but uh, okay. All right, Laura, what about you? One to five, how many mutilated corpses and what do they look like? I am going to give this uh, three mutilated corpses. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, all in all, even though I didn't think it was that scary and I mean, sure it had its problems. I, I still thought it was really entertaining. And like I said, I thought visually it was totally stunning, creative. Hmm. Um, all of the movements were just so captivating to me. I, I love that aspect of it. So, yeah, I mean, I think three is still pretty solid. Hmm. Um, and cheese what do my corpses look like i don't fucking know <laughs> no i'm giving this three uh slutty ashy nurses oh <laughs> ashy little nurses oh man that's funny <laughs> all right i'll, I'll take that that's good that's writing good that down there you go ashy nice nurses. okay <laughs> mm-hmm. nice i like it <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, for me, man, it's. It, I go back and forth. This, like, I, I had one rating. I think going in, like I said, Laura blew my mind. Like halfway through this episode, and I'm now, I'm like, wait, like, I need to feel like I, need, I really feel like I need to rewatch this movie to really like see it through Laura's eyes and be like, okay, like it's more of a ghost story, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I got, I'm so, but, but more or less my, my positives for this movie are anything that has to do with the game, soundtrack, atmosphere, you know, creature design, like everything that is associated with like the game, something I do remember, I freaking really loved and I really liked it. You know, the negatives for me, you got like, you know, some of the acting wasn't like great, great. You know, Sean Bean's, the whole storyline was just kind of useless to me. Um, Some of the dialogue was whatever. So it was almost like anything associated with just like the movie. I was like, all right, (laughs) you know, but anything with the game, I really like. So I'm almost split down the middle. So I would say 2.5, like exactly down the middle of a rating. If I watch this movie again, which I'm probably might watch it again tonight, and, you know, and I watch it like Laura saw it, maybe I'll bump it up to a three if it makes more sense to me, because I'm still kind of confused on certain things. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so 2.5, you know, so I got to do a half a corpse, Laura. So half I'm going to say <laughs> half a dick, half a corpse a, dick. 
<laughs> a corpse dick. Yeah. So yeah. So Laura, Laura already described my corpse for me a bit. You know, like yeah, I'll do uh, two corpses strung up on a chain link fence. You know, uh, two of them have full genitalia. One of them has half a dick, like Laura said. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, two and a half dicks. There you go, Laura. Right Are you going to specify bucket. which half or just leave it open-ended for everyone's <laughs> imagination? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll let you guys imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. You know, uh, it's definitely an interesting movie. I, I actually want to watch the sequel as much as I, I heard it's really horrible. It has like a 10% Rotten Tomato rating. Oh, wow. Like, like if, you, if we're all sane and Laura kind of is confirming what she thinks at the ending is like they're either ghosts or dead or whatever. I'm like, how do you make a sequel then? How is there a sequel? Yeah, so, I have but, no uh, idea. You know, whatever. I have no idea. I might want to watch. I might watch it and maybe in our anniversary show, I'll tell you guys about it or something like that. But uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so that's, you know, that's it for, you know, uh, Silent Hill this week. Uh, so let's get into next week's episode. So next week is Greg's movie pick. Um, and, uh, you know, before Greg reveals his pick, uh, we got, you know, our next conjecture choice will be in three, four weeks, whatever it is. Uh, so keep sending us in what other movies you want us to review, just like this Silent Hill one from Listener Lindsay. Great pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I yeah. actually really liked it. Um, Solid. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, email us in, you know, uh, conjecturing pod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod, you know, kind of say what movie, you know, and why you want us to review it. Um, so, Greg, it's on you now. What's your movie going to be? Are there dicks? Nothing. <laughs> you know, I was actually going to say, you know, I think one category of horror movie, which we didn't consider before is oh. video game horror. Oh, so this is probably true. our first video game horror movie, right? Yeah. Oh, it definitely Oh, is. shit. Are you going to do another one? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You don't want you don't want another hour and a half of Greg talking about like he's controlling a woman through his TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming her Jugs. <laughs> my thinking, my thinking was this. So, of course, it being the New Year's, you know, talking about New Year's celebrations and just celebrations in general. I was reminded of a movie that starts off at a party hmm. and just gets crazy and goes downhill from there and that's 2008's cloverfield oh, oh nice dude yeah and i feel like it is a it is a brand of horror that uh we have rarely explored leading up to this point and i Ooh. i can't wait to review with you guys cool yeah, got jj jj abrams and jj abrams. Nice. that's love right it. love it you know almost nice. does nothing wrong that guy's almost perfect yeah. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah. That man. I mean, I definitely have seen Cloverfield, you know. So, but I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, Same. we saw it once, but boy, I don't really remember. Nice. That's a good pick. I I'm excited to do that. Then that's a good pick, Greg. We'll see how it ages. It's been what twelve years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you look up, Greg, if there's any animals that die in it? I did actually, and there aren't. Well, there are some animals, but no dogs. So no dogs die. Okay, if you're right. a dog lover, you're good. You're, you you're free and clear. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. Good job, Greg. Good job. Good pick. Good pick. I'm excited to watch it next week. Um, yeah, so that's it for the week now. Uh, you know, also, you know, before we before we head out here, you know, please remember to subscribe, rate, review our podcast, wherever you're listening to it on, and check out the other shows on the Slash Cast Podcast Network, Slash Cast.net. Um, so this has been The Conjecturing. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah, until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture your way. See ya. Happy New Year. Yeah. See you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, 2020. Guys. Woo! 2021. Oh, sorry. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. We don't have to repeat 2020. <laughs> Greg's stuck in the upside down. <laughs>
It's a celebration because it's mm. New Year's Eve. So we are drinking. Sound the air horn. Weep. 